All right. Welcome. Welcome. To Ert. Ert. Episode three. Three. That's Ert. Everyday Real Talk. Everyday Real Talk. I'm just going to repeat everything you say. I know. Okay, Pax. <laughs> My inner three-year-old coming out today. Yeah. Yeah, we, we've... Let's not. We've got... Let's yeah. Not. We've gone past the terrible twos and hit the, like, fuck you tween mom fours. Basically, he's yeah, a hellraiser. He's, he's mimicking his brother. Hell no, his brother's <laughs> not. Um, the tween. I meant the tween. Yeah, but that's only like once a week. The other one, it's every day. Yeah. Well, he's, you know, he grabs on. He grabs on to things that he likes, and he likes pushing your buttons. Oh, yeah, he goes to that point, and then, you know, <clears throat> don't go over. Just right to that point. He's where, a like, great form of birth control. Dude, I'm telling you. <laughs> exhausting that's why i'm fucking tired all the time <laughs> is that why yes because he wears me anyway okay so yes so, that's everyday real talk we'll yeah. just we'll <laughs> we can branch into that okay so let's um let's we're go segwaying out of, into yeah let's go out of order a little bit i didn't know there was ever an order okay well you know we'll call it i don't know i listed them in order so that i guess could could go into the borderline of uh when do you're nice when you're nice and then when do you versus like when do you actually lose your shit on someone? <laughs> or in a meeting or when you're dealing with anyone. Oh, I was like, is that was a terrible segue. Uh, <laughs> when am I nice to him? When do I take my mom voice and get down to his level and then just be stern and talk to him versus when do I actually lose my shit? And then yes, of course, you know, the spankings that everybody's like. Don't um, do that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll call CPS on you. Anyway. <laughs> And you're like, do you want him? Take him. I try to pawn him off on people all the time. Yes. I love it. When all the, the girls are like, he's so sweet. I'm like, you want him? You can have him. You can bring him back to me when he's like 21. <laughs> then he's fun. I can drink with him. That's terrible. Nah. You gotta get him back when he's 16 so you have a designated driver. <sighs> I don't know that he was, I don't know if he has enough, enough attention span to pass the driving test. I mean, by then, you should just be able to get him, like, one of those auto-driving cars where you don't actually have to do anything. Right. We'll be flying by that point. Um, yeah. That's what we thought in the 90s. By 2000s, know, we would right. be, like, in flying cars. and Oh, the Jetsons all over again. Yeah. Such a disappointment. It is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, when you're nice and when you lose your shit, I mean, I guess it, it all just depends. You know, like, there's some people where you walk into a room and just, like, the sound of them breathing irritates the shit out of you. No, it's not even that. It's when you know you're going into a meeting or you see someone and it's just like, oh, that person. Oh. You already have that feeling. Yeah. Every day when I come into work. (laughs) Just kidding. So... Well, yeah, but what gets you to that point? What gets you to that point where you just can't tolerate a certain person? Historical data. <laughs> you know, like, is there, is it the same? Every, like, you know, when you meet somebody new and you're like, oh, you know, you give people, I give people the benefit of the doubt. Maybe you don't. Maybe, I do. Maybe you're far more jaded than I am. I might be, but I will tell you this. One thing that I'm pretty good at for myself, not necessarily for everyone else around me, but for me first two minutes I'm around somebody I can tell you whether it's going to be a friendship or I'm just going to be like I have to tolerate you that's fair but I also feel like it depends on in what context you meet somebody you know like if you're meeting them at work and they have to be professional and like my older sister makes fun of me because I use my white person voice uh when I'm at work I tell her no it's not that it's my customer service voice (laughs) 
um, versus if you meet me and I'm out and I'm having fun and I don't necessarily have to be around people in a professional setting. Yeah, the ghetto comes out. I mean, it's that Mexican not at, not white girl with a little bit of country on the side. Not at work. Sometimes, I mean, sometimes at work, but not with clients. <laughs> not with all the clients. <laughs> not with most of them. Okay, whatever. <laughs> so, all right then. It's, when you meet somebody, it might be different depending on the setting. Yeah. And you would hope, like, oh, well. I hope everybody's the same and you don't have to, like, mask yourself or your real personality when you're at work, although a lot of people do. However, some things that people do correlate into their personal life. <laughs> you know, like, yep. if you're worthless at your job, you're probably worthless at home. Yikes. Like, what do you really do? But, you know, there are some people who are really, really great at their job and they excel because that's where all their focus and attention is at. So then – you know, maybe at home it's not that great. Okay, I'm going to off topic here. But but that's what I mean. It's like context. But you say usually within the first two minutes. Mm-hmm. In any setting. And I feel like that's that's really quick to judge somebody. Because, like, if I meet somebody in a bar that's crying in the bathroom, I'm going to be their best friend. But I may not like that person, like, well, I'm not gonna I just be met them me. at a bar. Look, here's the deal. Just because I meet – okay, let's say I'm at a bar. <laughs> I meet somebody in the first two minutes of them talking, like, I'm not going to be a bitch to them. I'm not going to be an asshole. I'm not going to be mean. I will listen to them, but it will not be someone I will communicate with or go be around anytime soon. But then why even tolerate them? Is it because, like, they're with the group that you're with? Yes. And nine times out of ten, it's usually that or they're friends with my significant other. Yeah. See, I have – That's interesting. I have a – well, but it's difference in personality. And, like, I'm – Used to be a very outgoing person, like you say earlier, jaded, not how jaded I am. I used to be a pretty outgoing person in general, liked everyone. But yes, life is not fair and not nice. So um, I usually don't like people. (laughs) I will tolerate most people. Um, I'm going to need you to work on that. I have been working (laughs) on it. I have been working on it. Um, But I also know my gut and I also know, you know, when I can already sense when something's not probably going to go well or be well, or this just isn't, I just feel down the road, this is going to be something that's going to bother me because I have a difference and I can tolerate people to a degree and I can handle being around people that I'm not like super kosher with. I can be nice despite what other people think. Does that snap judgment jade and overshadow anything that could have been positive that that person was doing or that like oh yeah we can relate on this level but now you've already got it in your head like I we're could... not gonna like this person well, gut. Gonna... yeah <laughs> my so gut's whatever... usually right though and so well, then whatever they do they're like oh look at you chewing that cracker over there well Nasty. a few times the few times <laughs> i didn't go with my gut lots of lots of drama because mm-hmm. people suck but I mean, you know, well, maybe that's just like, it's me. It's my own bubble. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with the fact that I am apparently not nice, <laughs> but you know what? I don't get hurt in the long run. Just saying. Jesus Christ. Okay. Well, say <laughs> <laughs> I have a different relationship with people. Yes, you do. Because I will talk to anybody and I may not judge them right there in that moment. You know, they may get a few chances. Depends on the person. But I don't necessarily see that as like... Like man bun? Would you go back and see man bun? 
No. Yeah, see? See? I told you. I am not the but only that one. Doesn't, that doesn't have to do with it, like the service we got or the place we were at. Yeah, but people- He pers- just doesn't need to be behind the bar. <laughs> but personality when meeting people- Porcupine. Yeah, does- I'm sure he was a great person. D- does a lot <laughs> for when you deal with people. Because that day, I wouldn't have called it losing your shit, but pretty damn close to- Confrontational? Yes. But I wasn't. I was just, okay. Your tone. I get it. That's fine. Uh, Perception. No, I get it from my husband, where he likes to pick on people. Yeah. And he will will push somebody's buttons to know that it, just because he knows it irritates them. And that's all I was doing, because I thought it was funny. It was entertaining. The girl was a good conversationalist, but Man Bun was funny to pick on. Yeah, because Man Bun was stupid. Talking exactly. about how he knows everything about whiskey. <laughs> and you don't, what was he? Like 12? <laughs> Jesus. Who burnt his, what was he making? Compote. Pear, what, pear, oh, pear and pecan. pecan yeah. But he was making a compote for an old fashioned. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> it was just, you know. Poking fun at people. Okay, so just like he likes to call Paxton Braxton around you because he knows it bothers you. Actually, I don't care. It bothers Paxton. That's what's funny. Well, see, it bothered you in the beginning. You were like, well, because I was like, tell him that's not your name. Tell him that's not your name. Yeah. Uh, Well, because genuinely in the beginning, he did actually think his name was Braxton. Yeah, it's just funny. Yeah. And then he just ran with it. Yeah, no, it now it bothers him. Now it bothers Paxton. I don't care. I actually called Paxton Braxton, (laughs) and he's like, it's Paxton Reese, mommy, and I'm like, okay. Call him Reese's Pieces. Yeah. Um, you don't even know what that is, but so, that's fine. It makes it even funnier. <laughs> so the whole point is like, I you talk give to it, people. You give it time give before it, you lose your shit. Yeah. And I mean, it's I wouldn't really even call it losing a shit. Like, I've definitely burned some bridges with people standing on it. Um, But I mean, like I said, my husband, he'll like sit back and watch. And then pick on people. If he finds something that, like, bothers them, he's like, oh, yeah? Watch this. Him and my ex would have gotten along. That's what he does. Probably not. Have you seen Keegan? That's what Keegan does. (laughs) Hmm. So, I say, obviously, you should always be nice to everybody unless they give you a reason to not be nice. Everybody's line is different, though. Like, you have, like, you know, it's like that little kid trying to do the long jump, and they get, like, three inches away from the line that they started with. That's you. (laughs) I just, um, I guess for me, if I'm going to put it in relation to a work-type scenario, the part where I struggle is when people try to reinvent the wheel, and you explain to them why reinventing the wheel doesn't work. And then when things go wrong, it's like, oh, well, maybe next time we should do this. Okay. Well, I'm not going to sit here and say I told you so because that's not fun. It's not fun. Mm. But it's you're trying to prevent this from happening, so why do you need it to happen? So at what point do you actually calmly tell them, you know, I don't know. And I think it has a lot to do with people's ignorance too. That's another thing I struggle with Mm -hmm. when trying to stay calm and be professional or even in a you know a social setting be kind um before you just go off on someone because people's ignorance i'm just like i'm baffled by it especially when you're supposed to have certain qualifications (laughs) yeah so anyway we all know that's not true yeah (laughs) all right so basically we don't know just situational yeah i mean and everybody's different yeah you know somebody's gonna keep 
their calm much longer than other people. Yeah, I think nowadays I've been so, like, numb to some of it. I'm just, like, I get irritated afterwards and then I'm done. I'm like, well, it's your call. I'm over it. Yeah. And I get that way with certain people. Where I'm like, hmm, okay. What do I like to say? Give it to Jesus. Yeah. Just got to give it to Jesus. You ain't got no control over it. So let's take that and segue into the audacity. Yeah, that's that's above my pay grade. <laughs> so give a scenario. <sighs> so you're standing there and you're talking to somebody and they ask you to do something that clearly they know you can do. And not for any other reason than you don't have access to the material to accomplish whatever task they wanted. I'm being like super vague booking right now. Um, but they tell you, or when they're asking you, they say, hey, I know this is probably above your pay grade, but I'm going to ask this stupid question anyways. But here's my thing. That scenario was not above your pay grade. In my opinion, that was below your pay grade. Yeah. Well, if it I'm gonna shocked be, me. Yes. It shocked me. One, because of who it was coming from. And I was like, ugh, the audacity. That's so rude. <laughs> But then again, on the other hand, it was a dude, so it probably shouldn't have shocked me. Um, well, but you also have to understand, you know, the person and what they're used to. Again, people bending over backwards to do whatever it is they need because God forbid anyone tell them no. Yeah. That goes back to the whole thing of when did saying no in customer service become a thing? Yeah. Well, um, it definitely shocked me. And I definitely told him, like, yeah, no, I don't I don't have access to that. And not because it's above or below my pay grade, but because that's like a private area that I don't have access to. <laughs> I would have said no in general because, one, it would have made me uncomfortable. Plus, it's creepy up there. There's ghosts. I mean, probably, but I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm okay with that part of it. And I'm totally okay, like, going through people's stuff. But, you know, like, if I'm not supposed to be there, then I probably shouldn't. <laughs> This is not like a minor case of B and E, you know, breaking and entering. Um, but again, like I could have gained access to this area. Like it would not have been crazy, but also, yeah, I'm not for. The fact that they don't have access in general yeah. is even funnier to me. I think that's why when you messaged, when you were talking about it, I was like, huh. So, so, so really it is like sort of fort knox but not yeah i just um because we're so worried but anyway it, it got me thinking about all of the times that either i've done something that was above my pay grade or had to inform somebody that that was above my pay grade so i thought it would be something funny to talk about because the next day my cousin posted on her facebook how people shouldn't say that's above my pay grade um oh, you should just you listening. should just help you know, you should just help whoever it is. And it's not that it's above your pay grade. Like, it's good customer service. Like, no, to again, help when, you can. when is saying no a bad thing? Yeah, I mean, I You shouldn't it. kill yourself and do things for others just because of maybe status or who they think they are or what they decide to demand. Yeah, like, or even all the Karens out there who aren't shit to anybody <laughs> that, like, demand you go above and beyond because, like, well, they have a coupon, but it's expired. I don't give a shit. Recycle. The recycling bin's over there. Go away. (laughs) (laughs) 
So when was there a time where you either thought or said that's above my pay grade? And obviously not currently. I will tell you this. I've never actually said it to anyone. Or thought it. I'm not sure because usually it was always the other. I was always treated as if I was below what my actual title was or my Mm -hmm. pay grade was. One, because I'm a female Mm -hmm. in a man's world. It's Um, a man's world. Yeah. And two, because of the um, (laughs) other environments that I have been in, like as far as professional environments. it You know, it's – you can be kind and do things and you can go – that's what I think people fail to understand. It's not necessarily above my pay grade, but if you have to ask me to do something like that, then you probably shouldn't be asking me in general. Yeah. But don't also sh- don't belittle me when yes, I don't do it. Absolutely. That's I think that's more, you know, hey, I need you to do this. Well, no. I mean, I'm I'm not your assistant. You know, I think that's part of it is I've never had anything where it's above my pay grade. Um it's always more of a I've taken offense to the fact that, like, no, that's not what I do. Mm. Because there's a lot of times when it is, like, I need you to do this or I need you to do that or um, go fetch me this. Yeah, fuck no, you have legs. (laughs) Like, no. Fetch is not happening. No. Yeah. Stop trying to make fetch happen. Yeah. No, like, I'm I'm not going to do that. It's not – you not know. your bitch. No, I'm I not. fetching you shit. Yeah. Well, and I mean, like, there's one thing when you're like, may I please have a bottle of water? If you ask nicely and you approach things in a nice manner, people would be more willing to do things for you. Uh, go get me a bottle yes. of water. But if you talk down to someone, try to belittle them because you feel like your stature is so much higher than theirs, then no, they ain't going to fucking do shit for you. Yeah. I've never had that above my pay grade. I've always had the more of the it's it's below me. In my mind, I felt mm. like it's below because I've worked hard to get where. Yeah. And, you know, most people have. But, yeah, don't demand things from me. I mean, perfect example is um, – oh, man, I'm trying to think. <laughs> Dealing with C-SPAN. So, I don't know what it is about um, news people, networks, or – Major networks. Yeah, they just – they're – I mean, reporters, they're just assholes. Like, it's just, you have to have a certain personality type to be a part of that. Um, you know, even if you think about... Um, or local celebrities. Like paparazzi. Yeah, whatever. No, these people come in from Austin, you know. But it's like you come in demanding things and you're like, well, I need this and I need this and why is this not here? Well, let's see. We asked. You didn't ask for it. So, of course, it's not going to be here. Um, and if you really want it, uh, yeah, we'll just bring you something smaller and you can fucking deal with it. Like... <laughs> I mean, there's times I've done that because it's like I still need to provide something because I know I need to. But, yeah, I ain't going to be nice about it because you weren't nice about it to begin with. So why would I give you what you need? Well, we have to have this. We always have this. Well, no, you don't always. And the questions were asked. And if you didn't give us the answer, I can't fucking help you, especially if you're not going to be nice about it. Not my fault you're running late. Not my fault you decided to set up whatever it is you're going to set up. It's just, yeah, those people, news people, mm -mm, they're not nice. I don't know what it is about marketing, press, whatever it is. They just – they demand everything. Demand. It's never nice. They are the voice of the people. Yeah, bullshit. (laughs) They're looking out for numero uno. And that's the hard part is it's like I would be more than happy to help them if they were just – if people were just nicer about things. Different tone. Choose a different tone. You know, in that scenario you were talking about, had it been probably – 
hey, I know you may not be able to do this, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to ask anyway, just in case. If it would have been worded like that, it probably would have been taken a a totally different, different. Yeah. But it literally shocked me. Like, you can ask everybody that was standing there. I was like, hold on. My brain needs a minute to process this. How do I say this in a nice way? (laughs) Well, but the other part is, the other part is they don't even know who you are. They're just assuming. That's the other, that's the whole, that's the whole problem I have with all of it. They don't even know who you are. So they assume, they assume that it's above your pay grade or, or, you know, it's a requirement of yours, even though it's potentially below your pay grade. They just make the assumption. Exactly who I was. Yeah. Well, good for you. Wasn't wearing a name tag. I mean, you know, been around these people years and none of them know who I am. But I'm also not one to go out and introduce yourself. No, I I'm... also have things that make me stand out a little bit more and make me a little bit more memorable than you. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I would have thought my hair would have done it, but you know, that's part of the bit. I'm a chameleon. Yeah, Nobody no. knows who yeah, I am. Exactly. So I constantly change it. Yeah. Fuck you. I don't know who you are. So when I do shit wrong, nobody knows it was it. It was that, <laughs> that blue haired girl. Well, I, I wouldn't have one of those. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I don't yes. know. I feel like in bartending, there's been a lot of times that people have asked me to do things and I've straight up said, oh, I'm sorry. That's above my pay grade. Oh, you need a refund for something? Oh, that's above my pay grade. Like only because – and it's tone, you know, because they're usually coming at me in an aggressive manner. Sure. And so it's like, oh, yeah. No, I'm going to use that as a total cop out for you're not getting what you want and the only person that can provide that is me. Yeah. Because I'm the only one here. So you ain't getting shit. <laughs> yeah. If you're nice to somebody, a lot of people will go above and beyond for you. It all has to – it boils down to tone and how you treat others. Bees and honey, quit hitting your I microphone. I don't Jesus. mean to. Is it that bad? Stop it. I don't think she can tell. Bees and honey. Bees and honey. Catch more bees with honey than vinegar. Okay. So somebody said something like that the other day. Was they it me? Were, but they were referring to a relationship. Bees and honey? No, they didn't say bees and honey, but it was like that. Something about beans, something sweet, honey, and then vinegar. I don't remember what it was. Yeah. Anyway. Well, that was informative. Thank you. Yeah. Rude. <laughs> I always remember from Green Street Hooligan, bees and honey for money. You should remind me of my husband. Yeah, good story, bro. <sighs> yeah, I know. My thought in Terrible my head is a lot more elaborate in my brain, and it doesn't come out my mouth. It's part we of don't the have enough time for that. No, we don't. Okay, so. <laughs> so what did you do last weekend? Uh, Was it last week? Yeah. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Two weekends, though, I guess. All right, so. um, Well, interesting enough, we ate at Ronin this past Saturday, the restaurant. <laughs> How was it? It was good. Um. I forget what it's like to be at a place that's, you know, higher quality food, higher quality service um, in the portion size. <laughs> it's smaller. Yeah. yeah. But you know what? It's totally okay because when you're trying not to overeat, <laughs> it helps out a lot to have, oh, perfect. This great size. Yeah. I don't need to have like a giant chicken fried steak or a huge. Anyway. Um, leftover boxes are for me. <laughs> you know, I got told that by my husband when we were eating there. I was like, I don't think I can eat, eat that much. He's like, I mean, it's not like they don't have to go boxes. And I was like, okay, fine, fuck you. I get it, but like, I'm just saying, I feel like it's a waste of money because I have a fridge full of leftovers right now that nobody's eating besides me. Why don't you bring them up here? I know, I thought about it. Bring them to work. I will eat them. Yeah. (laughs) I thought about it. Um, So we ate at Ronan this past weekend. Well, the weekend before that, um, I took our three-year-old to their fall farm day. And I've never been out to their actual property. Me neither. And they do their moon dinners and all that kind of stuff out there. So... When we were driving out there, every time we got past a farm or 
he saw a cow. Mommy, are we there yet? No, dude. Like, this is way out there. We got, like, another five minutes. So I wanted to go early just in case it was a crowded thing. Plus, I really didn't know how big their farm was. Um, And they had these kids handling the parking. Now, Bless their hearts. If you've never been out there, it is literally like a one-car lane gravel road. You can barely fit two cars on it at the same time. You'd have to, like, drive off the gravel into the grass to even get two cars side by side. Which only tells me, of course, it's not a high-traffic area, right? It's just homes and people have farmland and they're probably not driving a whole lot of stuff. So they didn't anticipate the amount of vehicles. (laughs) Nor did they have a designated parking area. And there really is no place to have a designated parking area. So the closer we got, I was like, man, we're really far out here. Like, are we even getting closer? And then all of a sudden you see the line of cars parked along the side of the road. So I pull up to where the gate is and I asked the kid, I was like, where am I supposed to park? He's like, well, if you go down there, there's a lady helping with designating where people are supposed to park. And I was like, okay. So I kept driving. Well, this is a dead end road, (laughs) right? So I hit like someone's gate. And I was getting close to it. And she was like, if you could just go down there and turn around and then park on the other side facing the other direction. I was like, where in the fuck would you like me to turn around at? Mm -hmm. There's like no place to do that. Yeah. And your car is pretty big. Yeah. Well, and then there was this massive truck behind me, an F-350. So I was like, oh, this ought to be fun for him. Yeah. You just drive off in the ditch. Well, yeah. There was like five of us. But in order to turn around, you had to turn around somewhere. It ended up going back the other way since it was a dead end. Mm -hmm. So we park and we get out. And... I pre-bought tickets because it was if you buy them early, they're $5 cheaper. Otherwise, you have to pay at the gate. Okay, so we go in to the gate. Nobody stopped us. We checked our tickets. So we kept walking. So you could have got in for free? Basically. <laughs> um, so as we're walking in, there's all these vehicles parked actually on their property, which my assumption was those were all the vendors. And there was a bounce house in front of the actual house. But that was the only thing that was over there. So then there's a girl standing at the end of the parking lot. And she's asked, you know, are y'all here for the fall day or whatever? And so we're like, yeah. She's like, just follow that brick road back there. And, you know, of course, in my head, I'm sitting here singing the song from The Wizard of Oz. Um, so we get on the walking path and we go there and there's a table right there. And all of the people that work there have shirts on, which is great. I hope they all have shirts on. Well, no, but I mean, they had like their, like you knew they were employees <laughs> there because they had like the same shirts on. <laughs> so you knew that they were their staff. Which was great because a lot of times when you go to things like that, you never know who the hell's working and who's not. Um, so we stopped at the first table and I was like, do I need to show you my tickets? And he was like, no, they should have checked that at the gate. And I was like, well, they definitely didn't. <laughs> and neither did the girl who told me to follow the red brick road. Yellow brick road. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so he's like, oh, no, this is if you want to buy this, this and this. And I was like, all right, come on. So it's very crowded. It's not a very large place. It's it really is beautiful for what they're doing, like as far as their moon dinners, because there was live music, a couple of people spread out um, and there's picnic tables that usually they set up and you can see these pictures. Like if you go look at their um, Instagram or Facebook or whatever, because it is where they do their dinners. And so um, that's nice because it's under the trees and it sets a really good mood. And then, of course, you can see the sky and I get it, the moon anyway. But when you first walk in, there's like spread out. There's people spread out, vendors spread out, and there's no, like, kids' activity section here, come this way for certain vendors, live music over here. As soon as you walk in, you round the corner where all the vendors are. It's a table and a half of kids' activities. And then right next to them was a lady doing face paint, and then right across from them 
where you really could only fit two or three people down the walkway, was the restaurant itself or the property itself selling adult beverages. (laughs) So I was like, I don't understand why the adult beverage part is not inside because there is a little building. Mm -hmm. There was only like four vendors inside the building and then outside right on top of each other was all the other vendors. And so it could have easily been spread out better or laid out better to where alcohol maybe should have been separated from the kids' activities. I mean... But it caused a, caused a traffic jam because you couldn't go to the right to go see the other vendors or listen to the live music or get to the, get to the tables because there was just a cluster. Um, How many years have they been doing this? I think it's like their third or fourth. I can't remember. I'd have to go back and look. But it felt super, super unorganized. Um, And the kids' activities, I mean, bless their heart, they tried. You could decorate a cookie, which really wasn't a whole lot of decor. You could plant a seed. Because, you know, they're a farm. They're a full-functioning farm. Well, you got a little black plastic thing to stick your dirt in. So they'd have a wheelbarrow full of dirt. So he got to scoop his dirt. Then they let him pick out a pumpkin seed and put it in there. That was it. Like, there's no watering involved. There's no, like, hey, why don't you decorate this thing? Because there definitely was markers there, so I just happened to write on it. Um, You know? And then next to it, you could do a – had cardboard cutouts of pumpkins, and you could wrap, like, the yarn around it to, like, make it whatever. Yeah, like an ornament. There just wasn't a whole lot. It's like they had kid activities just for kids to do, but it's like they didn't put a whole lot of thought into it. And then, like I said, the bounce house thing was over on the other side away from everything. And the one thing that bothers me about bounce houses, if you're going to rent them out and you're not going to supply someone to be there on site to help monitor and make sure the bounce house is utilized appropriately and nothing malfunctions or anything like that, you should have somebody who should be part of that. If you don't, You need to make it a very important thing for the people who are hosting the event to have somebody watching it at all times. Not a single person from their staff was even over there. Hmm. And Yeah, that's super dangerous because I've definitely seen those things like unstake from the ground, uh, generator dies, deflates. So that's what happened three years ago. Was it three years ago? When we were out here with the one, Keegan was inside a bounce house when the thing started deflating. There was like five kids in there and parents panicked. Yeah. And they went in and got all the kids out. And then apparently somebody had stepped on or something had happened with the the air compressor thing or whatever. The problem is they didn't have it blocked off. People mm-hmm. were just walking through them. Yeah. And they had nobody over there. So when I told the person who was responsible for hosting the event... um. She said, well, there should be two people over there. I said, well, if they are, they're nowhere to be found and they're not paying attention to it. And that thing just collapsed on like eight kids, my kid included. And he like they all freaked out, including mine. So I wouldn't let him go back in. Well, that was even more of an issue. But um, bounce house trauma. Yeah. Um, So I just I mean, it felt super, super unorganized. Most people that were out there, you know, really nice. I mean, other parents watching the kids in the bounce house. Like, I talked to a few moms that were sitting there, which is out of character for me. Yeah. Yeah. See, I told you I was trying. Um, Did you get any numbers? No. No. This one (laughs) lady. snaps? No. This one lady, she was like, oh, you wore the right outfit. I was like, yeah, it's Sunday. I didn't come from church. Sorry. Like like most of y'all probably did. Um, I'm definitely in my leggings and t-shirt and was not going to. We're on a farm. I don't know why you're going to wear a dress. Anyway. I mean, they probably didn't judge. They were like, well, maybe that's how she goes to church. 
No, she was like, I really, she goes, I really wish I would have worn this. Is, she said, but you know, I work from home. And so I thought I'd try today. I said, see, you should have gotten her snap. I told her, I was like, I definitely know the feeling. I said, this is me not trying though. I didn't care. (laughs) You could have had a new best friend. I could have. She was really funny. Her daughter was really cute, but yeah, no, I'm just not that person. And I don't know, whatever. Anyway, so we walked around some more and then they had like, you know, the chickens (laughs) and you could go see the pigs. They had all these signs to go see the animals, but like they didn't have anyone that had one of the animals out. You couldn't pet them. There was nothing. You just go see them in their natural pens. So basically what I'm hearing is you could have taken him to the farm patch for free. Basically. uh, Because they have the animal section, the turkeys and the chickens and goats, and you can feed the goats. And they have a bunch of kid activities. Yeah, it definitely was disappointing. And and you know what I'm really glad I didn't do was you could buy early tickets, which is what I did. So they were $5 for us to get in. Mm -hmm. There was no price difference on the age of children, which was bullshit. Because for the very little that a kid can do there, you know – I was really disappointed. Um, And, you know, but we bought him a Popsicle. Loved it. I don't know. I should have got that lady's card because it's all natural. It was a strawberry lemonade one. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. That was so good. Even I ate some of that. Um, (laughs) But the vendors were, I mean, I don't know. I just was disappointed. So what I've found for this town, even when they have, like, vendor shows over at, like, the Expo Center or whatever we're supposed to call it, because I probably said it wrong. Um, <laughs> Just don't tag them. They, um, there's very little turnout of, like, vendors and food trucks, and it's the exact same ones you see all the time. Yes, so I did see. when you go to Washington on the Brazos. Well, they'll probably come from everywhere. Well, and that's the thing. I saw a few vendors I've already seen before. And the other thing, too, I mean, some of these vendors, the price that they're charging – I'm like, you didn't even make this. I can find this shit on Amazon Mm -hmm. or on Etsy or other things that like. Yeah, but then you don't have to pay for shipping. Yeah, but it's true. But still, like the stuff they sell, I'm like, okay, well, I guess if you get boozed up and decide you want to spend a lot of money on something. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. I was disappointed. I've been to better things here in town. And yes, I get you pay for the experience, but. If you the could experience have bought, is lacking. It was lacking because you could have bought early tickets and you buy – basically you had the option of buying just entry tickets or you could buy entry tickets and a meal, which was a meal provided by them, which they were cooking when we were there, which was pretty cool. You could, They actually had oh, the grill outside food. so you can well, – I don't know. I didn't get a meal because it was $15. You're you telling a picture me picture of it? No. They were grilling some meat, chicken, whatever. Anyway. But $15 for a three-year-old to eat. Like there was no there was no price change on ages, mm. so you're telling me that they're gonna spend and they're gonna eat fifteen dollars worth of food. I mean, unless they were getting the exact same size portion as you, and then I mean, like we talked about earlier, you just take it home. Yeah, except they didn't have any to go boxes. Oh well, that's bullshit then. Yeah. <laughs> um, you're like I think I'm gonna it, need you to wrap this. Yeah, I think it was just on a plate, but yeah, I mean, the music was good. There was a couple really good artists out there. I didn't catch any names, and I didn't see anything on their Instagram. You're a great reporter. I know. I'm so good at it. Well, I was just that's why they act better than everybody else because they get this information. Well, I was disappointed. (laughs) I mean, we were talking about this earlier. Like, I my gut, like, yeah. So when we walked in the gate, the kid, I told them, I was like, you need to stop sending people back down there to park because there's nowhere to fucking park or turn around. And he was like, oh, okay. And I was like, no, not like, oh, okay. Like on your little radio, should have had radios to communicate and tell them. So, so then they started turning people away and they used some land in between two houses to park. And I was like, is this y'all's or do they just coordinate with the people that live out here? So 
I'm going to need you to volunteer your expertise next year when they're planning. No. I mean, no. don't just complain about it. You got to do something about it. I did. I told people. <laughs> I told people while I was there what was lacking. I meant like people that, that not the teenager. No, it wasn't a teenager. No, I saw, I don't even remember her name. The husband and wife that owned the property. Oh. That actually owned Ronan. Yeah, I mentioned a couple of things to her, but she was also wandering around taking pictures. Yeah. She wasn't paying attention to what you were saying. Yeah. I mean, it was disappointing. I mean, but, you know, for five bucks to get him to go run around and $5 worth of a bouncy house for 45 minutes, I'm okay with that. I mean, you could have drove out to P6 Farms, not a better experience. Yeah, but you know what? I at least tried it and I won't do it again. And their food is good. So it's yes. like not a knock against their No, because I definitely went to their or... restaurant the next weekend. Yeah. yeah. No, I love their food. Their food is really good. And I love knowing where the food is coming from. Now, that's one thing we did get to see was how large their freaking garden was. Mm-hmm. It was massive. And we did go into the chicken house. <laughs> the hen did house. Did you check yourself for ticks when you got out? No. We went into the hen house. And um, I mean, it's all open. But they were feeding them at the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, there must have been like 30 of them in one little cage. As soon as we walked in, Paxton, mommy, it stinks in here. And I was like, did you toot? And he goes, no. <laughs> and I was like, well, that's what, see, now you know how how it smells. When you toot and you do it on mommy, this, mm-hmm. remember this. <laughs> it was pretty cool, though. They had some pretty big pigs and they had a rooster that was massive. But yeah, it just really wasn't. I was like, oh, go this way to see the pigs. I was like, cool, maybe we'll get to see like a baby pig and pet it. Yeah, no, nothing. I was like, why are you advertising? It's like false advertisement. So I'm not sure unless it was just something for someone to do on a Sunday to get out and... The one great thing I will say is there's a lot of trees out there. So even if it was like hot, like 90 degrees, there's at least a ton of shade and some breeze. And That's fair. Yeah. It, and we walked around and we walked around the backside of the property and got to see where all their stuff is. And But yeah, I, I probably won't do it again. Not unless they up the ante on the vendors and do a bigger kids activity. Well, really, I mean, when you're marketing towards families, you should probably have a lot more kid activities. Well, because they kept saying they had a kid activities area, which may, which seemed false, you know, because when you got there, it's like, oh, this is a table and a half and then a bounce house. Like, yeah, I mean, well, see, that's what I liked about the art festival, Bayou City Art Festival um, in downtown Houston. I went to a couple of weeks ago because as soon as you walked in to the right was a gated area and it was like kids area. Yeah. You walk in, it was a huge open space, and they had, you know, five or six activities for the kid, and they had, like, a live DJ that was doing, I don't know, some kind of kid show. Um, And then, like, a music area where these people were that, like, tranquil music instruments, the Mm -hmm. drums and stuff, that the kids could use between sets. It was pretty awesome. But, yeah, I like that. They well, had yeah, a huge when they open field where this lady had these, like, giant things with bubbles. Oh, that reminds me. I want to make some of those. Um, and then smaller ones for the kids to use. It was like two giant sticks and then like nylon rope mm-hmm. tied. Well, yeah, you dip them in the together. Thing and yeah. yeah. In the giant bucket and make giant bubbles. Yeah. Um, and, you know, she had a bunch of different sized ones for the kids to use and do it. And so it was like super fun. Well, there's lots of things that, what was it? I don't know if it's the Arts Council, but the big thing they do in, in downtown Bryan every year in the spring, they always have the art festival or art whatever we go all they have all those vendors but they have a kid section there and the one year that the kids really took part in it they could go finger paint all over they had like Mm -hmm. four or five different um 
like canvases and kids could just paint on each canvas. It wasn't anything they took home. It was something that yeah. they kept as, you know, a souvenir for whoever was hosting it for them to be like, you know, here's the kids display from this year. Yeah. Which was really cool. I mean, there were things they could take away too, but yeah. they got they had a lot more to do. Yeah, I just was like, okay, cool. He's scooping soil into a little container. We could have done that at putting home. a seed in it and then covering it back up. And I'm like, we could have done that at home. Yeah, right. I could have dropped him off with you, and he'd have done it at your house. Oh, well, we put it in a different pot at home, and we've been watering it because he keeps asking where it is. It's like it's buried in the soil, buddy. He's trying to make it grow. Yeah, it's just pumpkin seeds. See, and the best thing to do in a situation like that is the Ziploc bag. Mm-hmm. But the Ziploc bag, you put the seed in a wet paper towel, stick it in there so the kid can watch it grow. We did that with beans last year. Yeah. Two years ago. I remember that, too. Yeah. Yeah, but it's, I don't know. They're dead now. I just was so, <laughs> so incredibly disappointed because they advertise it, you know, and that's, to me, false marketing in a way. And... I know lots of people try and you got to start somewhere, but if you're truly going to make it a family oriented event, the kids area needs to be better. But also if this is their third year doing it, if that was the same, you know, you grow every year and you add a little bit more every year and you get the feedback from the people who have attended, which they have your information if you bought the ticket online, Mm -hmm. at least your email. They do. Yes. um, They can send you an email and be like, hey, here's a feedback survey. Can you? And most of the time when people are disappointed, they're going to answer the feedback. I've gotten better about filling them out, whether I'm disappointed or if I've had a really good experience or even Mm -hmm. whatever level of experience, because knowing more and more how much that stuff actually does make a difference. um, You know, it's good to do it. But yeah, I just, I don't know. And the vendors to me, like I said, were just meh. I could have, I've gone to other things and seen the same people Mm -hmm. and some of that shit I could have bought on Amazon. The only thing I can't buy is the food. So that's why I end up buying a lot more of that stuff because I'm like, okay, well, this is someone who's individually trying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bought two cookies from some some bakery slash like wine vendor. The oh my god, the bake stuff was awful, so awful. <laughs> it was terrible, but the popsicle was good. I actually, t- I remembered to take cash this time, so that was a bonus. I like never have cash, and I was like, oh, we're out in the middle of nowhere. They probably have no cell service. I'm not. Even, I'm just gonna take some cash. Yeah. That's a good call. Yeah. Good call. I'm glad I did. It helped me not spend as much, too. <laughs> yeah. It does that. Yes. And you're like, oh, wait, wait. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's how much that is. Only what I have in hand. No, that's not working. Yeah. yeah. I mean, for the most part, it was nice to get him out of the house for two hours. But, yeah, I um, I definitely would not pay $5 to do that again. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad I didn't pay the money to get their food. I mean, yeah, it looked good. would have had to have stayed longer to wait for it. For real. <laughs> Because I don't know when time. Yeah. Anyway, it was four hours long and I'm just like, and there's people that are just standing there and they go get their drink and they go sit at a table and they're sitting there talking. I'm like, you could have, you could have gone anywhere in this town and listened to live music right now and had brunch somewhere else and paid less money (laughs) and still gotten a specialty drink from somewhere. Well, hopefully they're trying. Yes, I'm sure they are. And they'll get better next year and the year after and then it'll turn into a big thing and... The parking will still be terrible. That's the one thing <laughs> that they should focus on is the parking. I also don't think they anticipated that many people. Which is ridiculous in like this day and age when everybody is itching to get out of the house. So if you yeah. have an outside event, anticipate more people coming. Yeah. There was a lot. A lot of people. But yeah, it wasn't big. You can get in and out there in probably like 20 minutes if you really wanted to. Yeah. See, and if I'm paying for something, I at least want to stretch it to at least an hour. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, I'm. He did not want to. He wanted to leave after five minutes. I made him go back to the bounce house after we walked around because I was like, "We're getting our fucking money's worth. Like, go yeah. burn off some energy." Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, definitely want to do it again. But you know, I mean, I like I like you said, I don't have anything against them or their yeah. restaurant, their food. Their food is really good. Whoever just, their planner was, yeah. Needs to, or maybe it was the owners planning it and they didn't have the help, and so it was just kind of like, "Oh crap, we advertise this. We need to throw something together." Or they just don't have a lot of experience on the front end and they were just trying. But they There's prob- a lot of independent event planners that can help with those things. There are, but this day and age, people don't want to pay for that because they're not necessarily bringing in that much revenue. Hmm. Yeah. I have noticed they've adapted things at their restaurant. They now do live music and have viewing parties for the football games, which is they have one TV in the bar area. <laughs> and there was a lady that was singing. She was really good. But, yeah, I, I've noticed they've started to advertise that more, and now they're open Monday through Friday, I think, like, mid-morning to right before lunch to do Damn. coffee service. But I don't think it's – I don't know if they're doing pastries. But, yeah, I, I mean, they're – a brunch. They're trying. Um, they are evolving. But I just – it makes me sad to think that every time someone opens up a good restaurant in order to gain more followers, you got to add – got to bring in more entertainment value. Whereas people should just go to a fucking restaurant, have dinner and a me- or a meal with someone, and have a conversation and put the damn cell phone away. Yeah, but they're also probably trying to pull in people that come into town for the games, you I'm know. Sure. And so if you're not local and you're googling restaurants because that one's so far out of College Station, you've got to have something to pull people in. Yeah, it didn't help. Yeah, well. <laughs> It's I mean, game it doesn't day help weekend. when you're right next to, like, a brew house. Okay, so there was, like, nobody there either. So They had a food truck. Up, so we were going to go there they afterwards. Have a food truck. Yeah. Well, we were going to go afterwards, and then I was like, there ain't nobody here. There was nobody sitting outside. There was hardly anybody inside. Yeah, I mean, everyone's just in town. Yeah. I feel like businesses should just close for the day. <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> when there's usually when they're when they're empty that's when like when the game's going on that's what i like to go places well yeah i know that's when <laughs> we went empty. we went right in the middle of the game yeah and it was nice um but yeah i is what it is but anyway all right so i have no idea what we're talking about next time whatever floats our boat yeah nothing maybe we'll attend some events yeah i might turn into a hermit now yeah i'm gonna need you to stop we're getting close to, oh well we're gonna talk about halloween we have oh, to talk about Halloween. Are, are you not about? taking? Are you not taking your child trick or treating this year? I'm gonna try. Yeah, well, if you I get gotta to figure out what neighborhood to take him to. Where told you? I mean, I'm not going, but I already told you where to go. You'll have to remind me. Okay. Yeah. So you have to report back on Halloween. I'm curious what all the cities are doing this year. I finished his costume yesterday. <laughs> I told him. I pulled him aside and I said, "Listen, next year." I need you to pick something I can buy at the store. Yeah. And he goes, Mom, I like picking things that nobody else is going to be and being creative. And I was like, yes, your imagination is creative. However, I'm the one that has to put in all the legwork. <laughs> Glad you finally put up um, some rules. Not rules, but. Well, I had to um, go up to work and get my sewing machine because my other one I couldn't find the foot pedal for. So it turned into an ordeal. <laughs> Well, good. It's done. It's done. Yeah, you'll have to report back. Yes. And I'm curious if the cities are doing anything with still COVID. There's been, there was some stuff going on this past weekend. I don't know what's going on the weekend of. 
but there were a bunch of fall festivals going on this past weekend. So, yeah. Anyways, yep. Yeah, totally report back. Um, Would love to hear if people are doing individual maybe, bags or if they're still letting people put their hand in a bowl. Maybe we just carry around a can of Lysol and just as he puts candy in the bag, I just spray him down. <laughs> Yeah, I'm interested with the cases and things still happening if people are even yeah. considering that stuff as they take their kids trick-or-treating. Well, I'm disappointed you're not taking your three-year-old because he's definitely old enough to trick-or-treat, but whatever. Yeah. He is. It's fun. He can't even decide what he wants to be. Well, you just buy him something and be like, that's all they had. Um, and then you do the Halloween witch, like I do in my house. But we can talk about that next time. Okay. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye.